Hi, good morning dear students. Welcome to our new section. Today we are going to discuss about the next family that is Asclepidaceae. Asclepidaceae is otherwise known as or commonly known as milkweed family. Milkweed family. It is very very similar to the Apocynaceae. Uh, because it all it uh, possesses almost all the characters of the Apocynaceae and it uh, differ in few cases or few characters. So these two families are very closely allied and they are very very identical also but they differ in certain specific features by which we can easily identify the members of the Asclepidaceae. So Asclepidaceae is commonly known as milkweed family. The systematic position of the Apocynaceae, it is uh, according to Bentham and Hooker, the systematic position of the Apocynaceae is class Dicotyledons, subclass Gamapetalae, series Bicarpellate and order Gentioniles. The common plants coming under this family are Asclepias curasavica, which is Palvalli in Malayalam, Calotropis gigantia, Eric, Cryptostigia grandiflora, Gerudapala, Demia extensa, Veli Periti, Gymnima Sylvester, Chakragulli, Hemidesmus Indicus, Naranindi, Stephanotis Floribenda. These are the common plants coming under this family. These are some of the common plants coming under this family. This family is a large family which consists of about uh, 348 genera and 2900 at about 2900 species so they are chiefly represented in the tropical regions and especially in africa the important characteristics are the plants are mostly woody or herbaceous plants and they are generally mesophytes while some are xerophytes so the plants are mostly woody or herbaceous generally mesophytes while some are xerophytes and the latex latex is present in the leaves and stem hence it is known as milkweed family so the latex is also present in the leaves and stem usually the leaves are simple leaves and they are opposite also and they decussate extipulate and sometimes they modified into these stipules may be modified or leaves may be modified into picture or may be reduced to scales now stipules are sometimes minute Inflorescence is an extra axillary umbellate sign. So, inflorescence is an extra axillary umbellate sign which consists of several flowers. The flowers are usually actinomorphic, pentamerous, bisexual, complete, and hypogynous, but zygomorphic flowers can be seen in seropegia. The corolla is a rotate or campanulate shaped one, and the campanulate is somewhat the well shaped structure. Valvate or twisted, five lobed or five parted calyx and corolla. The sepals are five, polysepalous and quincential. The stamens are five, pipetalous, united with the stigma, forming a particular kind of structure known as gynostegium. That is the characteristic feature of this family. By this feature, we can identify the asclepidaceum member uh, from the apocynaceae. Okay. So this is a very important feature that is gynostegium. Here this stamens, stigma and the coralline corona, three of them fused together to form a particular structure known as gynostegium. So here staminal corona or coralline corona is present and it is a one shaped translator 
is present and each translator carries the two waxy pollinia masses. Carpels are with the two separate ovaries and styles joined together towards the tip ending in a large stigma of variable shape. Here the ovary is free but the style is fused. Style and stigma are fused. So usually it is a bicarpillary one but it is apocarpus. It is apocarpus and each carpal has several ovules along the ventral suture and the marginal placentation is present and stigma is five angled disc united with the hand to form a gynostadium. So here the stigma is a five-lobed one and uh, which united with the stamen to form the gynostagium. The fruit is a, a pair of follicle and seeds are with the comos hairs and endospermic. This feature is also similar to the aposanese but the features like a, Gynostegium and the presence of pollinia are the distinguishable feature of this family. So, coming to the characters in detail, coming to the habit, they are mostly mesophytes. And but there are also xerophytes such as uh, Caraluma. Caraluma is a plant which is a xerophyte, and Stepalia is also a xerophyte, and which show the thick succulent stem, scales, or spines. And the species of Distia uh, are epiphytes and the adventitious roots help in climbing also. The leaves are picture-like in Distia reflesiana. The Cryptostegia grandiflora is a stout climbing shrub. Calotropis is a large erect shrub. Oxystelma hemidesmus, leptandrita, uh, leptadenia are twining herbs. Some herbs perinate by means of fascicle of thick fleshy roots. Examples are Ropigia. Trees are absent. So the characteristic feature of this family is the presence of latticiferous tissue containing milky latex. That is the characteristic feature, latticiferous tissue containing milky latex. This is the common feature which is shared by both the Posainese and Ascalpidaceae. But it possesses somewhat a greater extent than the Posainese, hence it is known as milkweed family. So the leaves, coming to the leaves, they are usually simple leaves and they are shortly petioled that means they are semi-sessile that means they are they possess the short petioles and they are opposite and decusate also rarely alternate or world broad leaves are present in calotropis narrow leaves are present in oxystelma reduced leaves that means the xerophytic plant caraluma possess the reduced leaves and the stipules are entirely absent or very minute the leaves are succulent in hoya plant and the, some leaves form the pictures, picture shaped uh, structure in uh, as in Distidia. So coming to the inflorescence, the inflorescence is extra axillary, short or long pedungled umbellate sign and basically dicacial but ending in monocacial sign. Flower usually it is a complete one and the bisexual also, actinomorphic and hypogynous. Rarely zygomorphic as in Seropegia. Calyx consists of about 5 sepals and they are free. East vision is imbricate, normal calyx. Corolla is also uh, consists of the 5 petals, gamopetalous condition, tubular. But certain hairy outgrowth can be seen on either side of the mouth which is known as the coralline corona as in Cryptostegia. And the antrisium there is a typical kind of stamen is present in this plants. Andrician consists of five stamens and the relation of these five stamens with the two carpels of the gynecium is complex and they form a uh, structure known as gynostegium. 
The stamens with the two carpels arise separately on the floral axis. The stamens with the two carpels arise separately on the floral axis. The five stamens which are united in a hollow cone-like appendage is known as staminal corona. The five stamens first united in a hollow horn-like appendage is known as staminal corona. They are epipetalous also. The anthers are united to margins of the pendangular stigma forming a gynostegium. So you have to uh, remember that there is uh, the stamens and the gynesium, the bicarpillary gynesium, they are separately arises on the floral axis. That is the first point. And the stamens fused together to the staminal corona hollow horn like appendage known as staminal corona and they again fused with the uh, stigmatic lobe that is pentangular stigmatic lobe pentangular stigmatic lobe means here the stigma is pentangular and they fused with this pentangular stigmatic lobe so all together and forms the gynostegium so this gynostegium all together present three structures so this pollen in each anther uh, cohering or fused together to form two pollinia, two pollen masses and they are known as pollinia. One lying in each lateral anther lobe. So we know that the anther has the two lobes, left lobe and right lobe. And the left lobe, all the pollen grains in the left lobe fused together to form a single structure known as pollinia and it forms the left lobe as a sac. And the right here, uh, right lobe also the thing is same and here also the pollen grains are fused together to form the pollen grains are fused together to form the pollinia. So uh, and each anther possesses two pollinia sacs. So they uh, lying on each lateral anther lobe. The pollinia of the two anther lobes are united by a structure called a translator. So this both the pollinias are united together to form a structure known as translator and this translator is a one shaped structure. This translator consists of two parts and they are corpusculum and retinaculi. This corpusculum is a gland like structure which is attached to the margin of the stigma, this pentangular stigma. And retinaculae by means which the pollen adjacent anther lobes are attached to the corpuscula. So gland like structure which is attached to the margin of the stigma is known as corpusculum. And retinaculae is the structure by, by means of which the pollinia of the adjacent anther lobes are attached to the corpuscula. So a single structure which is known as translator which connects the both the anther uh, both the pollinia of a single anther both the pollinia of the single anther so it should have two regions uh, for what purpose this pollinia have to be attached on the pentangular disc pentangular stigmatic lobe so there should be a region for that attachment so it should be glandular also that means it should be sticky in nature so it possesses a sticky glandular uh, structure part known as corpusculum by which these uh, pollinias are attached to the stigmatic lobe. At the same time other part which is attached on the anther is known as retinoculate that is simple. So coming to the gynesium they are bicarpillary but they are apocarpus the ovaries remain separate from each other and terminate in above in two distinct styles 
which united to form a common style. Style is end and dilated pentangular stigmatic disc, which is united with which are united the anthers of the five epipetalous stamen. The ovary is with the marginal placentation, and the fruits are usually pair of follicle. Fruit are mostly a pair of follicles similar to that of Apocynaceae and seeds also the flat compressed covered with the hair similar to the Apocynaceae. So this family can be divided into two tribes, two tribes, two tribes, that is a category, two tribes in depending upon the nature of the pollen grains and the shape of the translators. So they are periplacoidae and synangoidae. So we can classify them on the basis of the of the pollen grains and the shape of the translators. So the periplacoidae are the pollen grains in tetrads. Uh, translator is a spoon or funnel shaped structure. Example cryptostigia. This is a primitive character. Here the pollen grains are in the pollen tetrad forms. So the, here the translator is spoon or funnel shaped structure. Example in cryptostigia. But the advanced forms they are uh, Synanchoidae, they are known as synanchoidae. So, two tribes, periplacoidae and synanchoidae. In synanchoidae, the pollen grain is in pollinia, the translator made up of corpusculum and retinaculae. The pollination mechanism is also different in two tribes. In the first group, that is periplacoidae, that is the primitive uh, group. In the subfamily periplacoidae, the pollen grains are in tetrad. And the translator is either spoon shaped or funnel shaped with a sticky disc at the top. With a sticky disc at the top. As the pollen grains in the form of pollen tetrad are matured, they are shed. They may be shed they from, uh, they, uh, from two half anthers on either side of the translator into the spoon or the funnel shaped body with the sticky disc projecting towards the outside. As the insect visits to the flower, the disc gets attached to the insect's head. When it flies to some other flowers, the pollen grains get attached to the stigmatic surface. And what happens here? The pollen grains are in the form of pollen tetrad. So each anther consists of two anther lobes with the pollen tetrads. And instead of translators, instead of the translator with the corpusculum and retinaculae, here the translators are the spoon shaped or funnel shaped. So when the pollen tetrad gets mature, they shed this pollen tetrad into the spoon shaped or funnel shaped translator and this translator already possesses a sticky disc on the top. This sticky disc uh, helps the insect to, whenever the insect reaches the flower, the disc, this disky disc will be attached on its insect head and it, when flies with to some other flowers, the pollen grains gets attached to the stigmatic surface. This is a very simple mechanism. In the subfamily Cyanchoidae, the pollen grains are enclosed within the pollinia. And from the corpusculum, diverge the two arms of the translator called the retinaculae, which are connected in the two pollinia. As the insect sits on the stigmatic head to draw the honey, the legs, legs get entangled into the slit or the space between the anthers. As it tries to release itself, the corpusculum gets attached to its legs and with it pollinia are drawn out of the anthers or carried away by the insects. As it visits another flower, the pollinia are transferred to the stigmatic surface and the pollination is affected. So, in the subfamily Cyanchoidae, the pollen grains are enclosed within the pollinia. From the corpusculum, 
we know that the translator consists of two parts the corpusculum and the retinaculum so there is a slit or gap between the anther lobes and whenever the insect visits this flower the synechoidian flowers its legs will be trapped or entangled into the slit or the space between the anthers as it tries to release itself the release itself the corpusculum the corpusculum gets attached to its legs and with it the pollinia are drawn out of the anthers and carried away by the insects as it visits another flowers the pollinia are transferred to the stigmatic surface and the pollination does effect it so this is the two mechanisms of pollination in these two set families or tribes and the economic importance of the plants hemidesmus indicus as a narrow mainly its roots on grounding under pressure yield an extract which is used as a tonic gymnema sylvester powdered roots are used as the cure for snake bites calotropis digantia stem yield a valuable fiber flows of the seeds used in the stuffing pillows pentatropis synangoidea synangoids pentatropis synangoids tuberous roots are sweet are eaten flowers used in medicine demia extensa stem yields demia extensa stem yields a very strong fiber which is substitute for flax seropigia bulbosa every part is edible fresh roots are taste like the raw turnips asclepia currasavica roots are used as remedy for piles and gonorrhea so these are the plants with medicinal importance in this family so what are the difference between the apocynaceae and asclepiaceae the family asclepiaceae resembles the apocynaceae in having latex in the plant body and they also possess the bicolateral vascular bundle and they also possess the opposite leaves simple leaves and also possess the regular hypogynous flowers and subapocarpus pistil the follicle fruit and the cormosids all these features are shared by them the milky latex opposite simple leaves regular hypogynous flowers subapocarpus pistil subapocarpus means they are not completely apocarpus the ovary is free but the style of uh, style and stigma are fused that is subapocarpus so subapocarpus pistil the follicle fruit and cormosids these are the common features or uh, common characters shared by both of these families but it can be distinguished from the apocynaceae by means of the presence of gynostegium and translators the tribe periplegoidi which is the primitive subclass uh, subfamily with the tribe primitive tribe periplegoidi is regarded as the primitive group in which the pollen grains are in the form of pollen tetra and which is in similar condition can be seen in the conylocorpus conylocarpus in the apocynaceae the plant conylocarpus in the family apocynaceae also possess this kind of condition the pollen grains are in the form of pollen tetra so these are the characters shared by the both apocynaceae and asclepiaceae and also the uh, distinguishable features of the asclepiaceae also so i think it is clear to you if there is any confusion regarding the gynostegium or the pollination or the difference between these two families you can contact me and to clear your doubt okay thank you have a nice day and be safe